happy 4th of July, everybody. Woo! And uh, welcome to another episode of El Governor of the Podcast. I'm Abdullah. I'm Tom. And uh, to celebrate 4th of July, we're going to tackle a lot of stupidity for your enjoyment. So, yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> God. Where do you want to begin, Tom? Oh, God, where to begin with the stupidity? Um, you want to get the easy one out of the way, Top Gun? Top Gun 2, because every fucking movie has to have a sequel now. Every movie has to have a sequel. Every movie <laughs> must have a sequel. <laughs> yeah, so long story short, this film has been in development hell ever since the first Top Gun came out, and... They finally got around to say, say green lighting it and say, yep, we're going to make the sequel. We're going to go it. And apparently it's going to get released July in 2019. So two years time. And Tom Cruise will be like 57 by the time that movie comes out. Oh yeah. He's, he, he he's returning to, um, to be in the film Tom Cruise. Well, considering his, his career choices as of late, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently it's going to be directed by Joshua Konkowski, if I'm saying that name correctly. I don't know who that is, and I do not care. You want me to tell you what he's done? Yeah, I'm looking at him up on, on IMDb he's, right he's now. Tron Legacy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, he directed Oblivion. Okay. Okay. God. <laughs> Tron Legacy and Oblivion. There's only yeah. two movies. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't, probably if you were, if you, you probably recognize his name if you follow the video game industry, because he is known for um, doing stuff within the video game industry before this. I, I think he was actually, um, did a lot of the commercials for um, Halo 3 back uh, in the day. He, he did the Destiny tra- trailer direction. Yeah. So, he he so, came from advertising, specializing in video games, long story short. Because I remember, I oh god, like, it's, here's his problem. Great visual director, terrible storyteller. Yeah, pretty much. Like, because Tron Legacy and Oblivion are, like, fu- fucking fantastic to look at, but they're, oh, yeah, just they're, so, they're just so, so shallow in terms of entertainment value. Yeah, that's that's the whole disappointing part of it. And well, that's how it going. I'm surprised they didn't take him to pick pick him to do the to do the next Blade Runner movie cuz he'd be oh, perfect for that. <laughs> don't I am I'm still fuming about them making that. Uh, but good news uh for Blade Runner fans, uh the movie's finally coming out on 4K Blu-ray so you can own it now. Yeah, that's one positive that we're getting out speaking about Top Gun. <laughs> like I, I, I like the first Top Gun. I think it's uh it's it's not a good movie. It's a cheesy as fuck movie and but dude, fucking Kenny Loggins soundtrack is just amazing. Oh, um Danger Zone. Yeah, yeah, the Kenny if, Loggins if you're an Archer fan, you, you probably you, <laughs> Yeah, you get that. You need to see this film if you ever watch Archer, you always wonder about Danger Zone and stuff. Just watch this film. You understand why. 
It's so cheesy and so stupid, and Val Kilmer is terrible in it, and Tom Cruise is just like, really? <laughs> like, I'll give Cruise credit. I mean, he's a decent actor. He's not amazing. I, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything that blew me away, but, you know, he's decent, and, yeah. you know, he's good at playing the cocky asshole, and that's who he is. He's the cocky asshole, and, and Kilmer is just horrendously terrible in that movie yeah. oh um, Val Kilmer is coming back as well for the film oh did he lose weight did he finally lose weight um I don't think so cause I would love to see that fat ass fucking Val Kilmer <laughs> in but no on the Empire Online dot um, com on the article they said that um it's speculated he's gonna come back it isn't no yet but um, they said out of all of them, Val Kilmer is most likely to want to come back as Iceman for the movie. And it says it on the article, but you never know, except for Goose, of course, Paul Goose. I think, honestly, like looking back at that movie, I think I think a lot of people will agree with me. I think, uh, I think, um, uh, what was it? Kilmer would have, a young Val Kilmer would have made a great Wesker in Resident Evil. Oh, he would. He would so would if they did that in the early nineties. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I mean, back you, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, you you watch that movie and you tell me that you don't think that he would be a perfect Wesker for. Yeah. Again, he got the slick back hair. He had the sunglasses. He had the smug attitude, like he's better than everyone else. Yeah, so that's Wesker, hands down. Yeah. So. I mean, I love Top Gun. I think it's a it's a great cheesy movie. I mean, it's not it's not a good movie. It's, it's the kind of movie you put on and get drunk and just like mock the shit out of it for being so cheesy and dumb and stupid and filled it's with stock the... filled with stock footage. <laughs> yeah, and also it has um, for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, you, I just have to say this: volleyball. That's all I have to say. Oh God, you mean the most homoerotic scene ever put to film? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Um, for those who've never seen the film, there's a scene when um, Tom Cruise's character Maverick goes face off against Iceman, and I can never remember Iceman's um, co-pilot in the film, but um, they're in like a volleyball match, and it is like one of the most homo. It's literally one of the most fanfare things you can ever see. You put on screen for ladies to ever gush about ever. Uh, Magic Mike, Magic Mike has nothing on this shit right here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh god, I, I, I just, I love Top Gun, and it just disappoints me that they're making another one. But again, that's the industry we live in now. We have to make sequels out of anything that that has a name value or name recognition. So, fuck oh, it. <laughs> oh god, you just remind me of another film that's coming out, and that is. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Oh god, that trailer was horrible. Yeah, Holy it looks so fuck. bad. Holy fuck! It's okay, right? Long story. We're not going to dwell on this, but long Kevin, story short, Kevin Hart needs yeah. to stop making movies, please. I'm tired of seeing that little imp everywhere. Fuck me. The only reason why I can imagine he's in this film because he did so well with acting with Dwayne Johnson in um. Oh, I, I saw that. I, I I saw that movie, Central Intelligence. Boring fucking movie. Yeah, but like I said, there at the moment, um, this film's. This is the thing I don't get about the Jumanji remake is the fact that 
It's called Welcome to the Jungle. The Rock's already been in a film called Welcome to the Jungle, which... Was a much better fucking movie than this piece oh, of yeah. shit. <laughs> and for anyone who ever seen the original Jumanji film, it's a classic. And it has some, at the time, some beautiful animatronics and um, special effects and makeup. It's one of these films that it's a good family film that anyone at any age can watch. Well, uh, I mean, let, let's not beat around the bush. The CGI monkeys haven't aged well no, at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. The CGI has not aged well, but all the practical stuff still looks really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the practical stuff is great, but the CGI monkeys are really um, terrible now. <laughs> and secondly as well, I think the other bit that looks really good um, that still holds up is the whole... Um, it's very, very subtle in the script, but the hunter was played by Robbie Williams' father early on in the film. I thought that was very good subtly there, you know? Yeah, I mean, he was... That, that was a weird fucking movie, like... Because at at the start of it, it's like... They were dealing with all these monsters and... and well, not monsters, they were dealing with all these animals and shit, and then this hunter guy shows up, and... And then it just becomes Home Alone. Like, a weird, weird tonal shift halfway through, but... Um, really good movie. But this one, they decided to change up the formula... And for some weird reason, now it's a video game, and they get sucked into the video game. Yeah, I know. And they become a... What? Why? Why, why did they need to update that? Because kids they... are fucking stupid, apparently. Yeah, it's it's like Soldier in terms of, and then the whole joke is that the kids go in the thing. They become these avatars who are played by their big-name actors, Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, um, Kerry Gilligan in the film like what's yeah. the joke what is the joke oh one of the jokes is that one of the female teenagers becomes Jack Black and they make the joke oh no I became a fat a fat middle aged old guy cough yeah cough yeah exactly and it's coming out this December it, I don't know. You know it's a bad sign when the, this movie's get, coming out towards the end of the year. You know, when everything wraps up and and we usually save our save everything for March, you know? Yeah. The guy who's directed it is uh, Jake Kasten. And what did he uh, direct? American Television. He Basically, he's a director who works on American Television, film director. <sighs> Orange Country, um, Walk Hard, oh, Cock Story. Oh, God, so... Oh, Zero I, I'm, Oh, God, I remember Orange Country, another fucking Jack Black comedy. Oh, God. Yeah. Ugh. If, it's, if you've ever seen those films, you know what type of comedy is going to be. So I'm guessing a lot of fart jokes, then. Yeah, pretty much. Fart jokes, poop jokes, but more family-friendly as opposed to PG-13. Yeah, pretty much. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, like, Journey 2. Remember that movie with, with Dwayne Johnson? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> where, I... it's, where it's like, why are you making this? Who is this for? Kids yeah. deserve better than this. Like, goddamn. Yeah. To be fair, you want to see the sequel to Jumanji. Just go and watch, I can never remember, remember, remember the name of the film, but exactly like Jumanji, they play a ball game, but they go through space instead. 
And it's made by the same director. It was it was a it was a Zemeckis movie. Yeah. I don't remember you know what it, I I know what which one it is, but it starts with a Z. I don't remember what it was called. So yeah, it is one of those one. If you want to see a sequel to Jumanji, just yeah, watch that. <laughs> yeah, so just God, I just I can't believe like again they're just making anything with a name with name recognition. It's just like who even remembers Jumanji? Like outside of people, outside of like people our ages, who what what kid remembers fucking Jumanji? You know? Yeah, it, it, it is a product of the nineties. Jumanji is, and it, uh, it, they're just grabbing stuff with name recognition. We got because we have to be logical about this. Is that people our age and slightly older now probably are going to be having kids now or have kids now. And they want to take them to see these films, you know? So, but, hey, I can, but I can just buy the movies on DVD and just watch them at home. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're not thinking this correctly, Dora. You, you have to take the kids to the cinema now. You have to take them. You need to buy the overpriced ticket. You need to buy the popcorn. That's going to be overpriced and, and it's going to get half of it's going to end up on the floor. You need to buy the oversized drink and the kids are going to drink it. And then you have to take them halfway through the film and go to the toilet. And you gotta buy, and you get, and you gotta buy all the action figures, cause without the action figures, we won't make another movie. Looking at you, Cars Three. Ah, <laughs> that was all right, Cars Three. I'm not... <laughs> that is the only reason those movies exist, by the way, because of the fucking toys sell. So yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's it's. I don't like this idea where it's like, okay, fine. I, I'm not against children's entertainment. I think, you know, there can be good children's movies, but they deserve better than this shit. Like, they really do. I mean, I would, I mean, look at Kubo and the Two Strings. Fantastic fucking movie that anyone at any age can enjoy. That is a movie you should watch with your kids. Not this shit. Not this bullshit. Not this manufactured Hollywood garbage that's made to, to keep them entertained for two an hour and a half you know make them yeah. watch something with substance oh yeah definitely 100 percent. like it's again just just the fact that they changed it from a fucking board game to a video game shows 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 you that the people who wrote this and made this Think kids are too stupid to know what a fucking board yeah. game is, even though board games still fucking exist. Everyone knows Monopoly. That's all I have to say. Every single kid knows Monopoly. I know this because I work in a school. You mentioned Monopoly. They know what Monopoly is, and that's a board game. They know what Monopoly is. They know what fucking Risk is. They know what fucking Clue is. They know Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> These things are, <laughs> board games still exist. You can get 20 different versions of Monopoly, okay? You know, it, they still exist. People, kids know what they, what board games are. Sure, they might not be as popular as they were back in the 80s and 90s, but come the fuck on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. And the sad thing is, we're not even halfway done. Stupidity is no. just starting. Yeah, boy. So, moving on from the from the movie industry, let's talk about comics. 
More specifically, oh. more specifically, Marvel Comics. Now, for those who haven't who haven't who haven't been following what what's been going on at Marvel, uh, their comics division is in the shitter right now. Their comics have been selling like crap, and and we talked about this. They 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 they, they just pointed the finger and said, okay, people. You know, diversity is the problem. People don't want diversity. It's the fans' fault. Blah, 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 blah. Of course, all bullshit. And instead of owning up to their mistakes and giving new readers a legit starting point and getting rid of the books that weren't selling well, they doubled down. And now we're getting Marvel Legacy, another fucking relaunch event coming in the fall. That does nothing. That do, that doesn't bring new readers in because you're not giving them a new jumping off point. It's still the same fucking stories, but with with a new coat of paint. Oh God, stupidity hurts. Fuck me. Ah. Oh. Oh, so yeah, the reason why this is such a headache is because that they've been leading up to and I think they've done to most people's recommendation, I think they've been doing a good job leading up to the whole Captain America thing with Green Hydra they've done a good job with that the payoff is Secret Empire problem number one they did with Secret Empire they did a free comic book day version of it they did a serial issue with it. Slight problem with those two issues. They both lead into into the main event. So by the time you if, if you if you have if you didn't read the free comic day special or the serial issue, you're gonna be completely lost of what's going on in the first issue because because is this this what I d I didn't know about this at the time. On free comic book day when the first when they did the free comic book day issue, I didn't know that was a thing until sometime later on. But when I was reading the serial issue, it felt like I missed something. And it makes sense because you need to buy two, well, get hold of one comic and then that's, that's just the minor problems with it. But the problem is, is that um, you're going to the main event now and there's no real direction. It's just a bunch of people sitting around and talking. If you ever seen Inglourious Bastards, you are reading it now in, <laughs> in, in Secret Empire. And the yep. problem is, all the political stuff that everyone fucking loved from the Captain America stuff is not in the Secret Empire stuff. So you have to read the Captain America books to, to read all that political stuff and satire, which everyone likes, and it's not in the main story. And you want to know what the other superheroes are doing? Buy their fucking issues, fucker. We're not going to explain it in the event. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's like there's more stuff going okay give you an idea they, they brought Namor back if you want to know how he came back you need to read a spin-off book of Black Panther and then he's currently his stuff is currently going on not within the main title but in Captain America and the Secret Warriors and then if you want to know what the heroes are getting up to to try to stop Captain America and Hydra you need to read the Defenders Secret Warriors and all the different team all the different time books yep <clears throat> At the moment, it's just a bunch of villains sitting around plotting to to overthrow Captain America and basically Captain America being one step in front of them. 
Because of course he is, because that's how quiz poor yeah. writing works. <laughs> yeah. The only bit of action, the only bit of action we have got in the comic so far is the return of Bruce Banner as the Hulk. And even then, it's sort of influenced that it's a clone. And all I've got to say, when they did a clone, what other event did a clone? That they brought someone back? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See. See. Um... Civil War did. They had the clone fall, and now they're doing it with Hulk. And you remember, this is the other thing with Marvel as well. They are notoriously famous for giveaway. They plop a bill way too early because they already announced that they're doing a new Weapon X um, event. Well, I'm going to say event, but story arc. And the teaser image they show of is Hulk in, a, in like, the test tube that Logan would experiment here on, but with Anamantian claws. Yep, basically it's a fucking 90s, <laughs> 90s yeah. comic all over again. Yeah, and they... This is what I mean. All the stuff that we wanted from the Captain America, Sam, um, Steve Rogers stuff that everyone has liked. I know there's some people out there have not been liking it for different reasons. That's fine. That's your opinion. But a large majority of it, it has been selling and it has been doing well and it has been getting really good reviews. Um, but the problem is that's not translating over to what it is. Again, at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, right, why don't you get some of your more crane writer to do these events? Like, PSA, Vision. The guy who's been writing Vision, hands down, that's one of the comic books of this year. That's one of the best written that's, books by that's, Marvel. That, that's the sad thing. It's like you look at stuff like Vision, Carnage, Venom, Gwenpool. Gwenpool. Holy shit, Gwenpool yeah. has no reason to be as good as it is, but it is. No. Yeah. And it's like, how can this exist with, with shit like this getting published? How? Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about Miss America because Miss America is like, these are the worst fucking comic they're publishing right now. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's there. There are some really good writers at Marvel. I'm not. I'm not knocking them. They've got some good comics there at the moment. But they're it's being. Just, but they're being like. Yeah. But but the the shit is overshadowing them, and it's just yeah. sad. And I still think Gary Conway's Con- Carnage is just such a great series. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, I mean, even the the artwork for the covers alone entice you to read the books. You know. It's a, it's a, it's a great story. It's a, it's what I want. It's a straightforward story about carnage and a group of survivors. Yeah. And I love the new Venom stuff. The new Venom stuff is fucking awesome. It's, it's a return. To... It, it's return to basics with him. Yeah. And I like it's... that. And I think the reason why that works, the Venom book works now, is because they has they've been smart with Venom and not gone back to Eddie Brock for God knows how many, nearly almost over 10 years now, you know? And it works, you know? And it's great because it's a it's a fucking story. It's not a soapbox. It's not fucking an, uh, an issue leading up to an event. It's a fucking self-contained story. This is all I want. A self-contained fucking story. Is that too hard to ask for? Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's all I want. That's all I fucking want. I don't want... I don't want shit that... I don't want an entire run to just to be... 
just to be build up to a fucking event. And I don't yeah. want an event that that changes nothing in the Marvel universe. That we know everything's going to go back to normal. We know we we know fucking and the sad thing is is like they announced the new the new synopsis for the for the upcoming secret empire shit and we know Cap doesn't die by Miles's hand because the final issue is him it's the final issue talks about him getting redeemed. So yeah. yeah. Fucking wow. Yeah, it's stuff like that. You're just you're sitting there, you just look at it, you're just like, right, you gave away this, gave away that. Um, they, we still don't know how they're going to redeem Cat. That's the one mystery question, but everyone pretty much like, right, the safe option is a um, cosmic cube. That's the safe option, you know? Or killing him and then bringing him back later on, you know? No, but the, the cover shows him like, coming back to normal so i'm guessing yeah. cosmic cube bullshit yeah yeah that's what if this i don't mind the cosmic cube but i see it as a cheap way out you know remember when marvel said that that the cap was a hydra agent all along and he wasn't altered and brainwashed bullshit <laughs> bull fucking shit he wasn't yeah, basically they're going back on their word and retconning a few things. I mean, that was the whole selling point, right? Where it's like, oh, you know, Cap is 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 Hydra. He has been Hydra all along, and it's it's the real Cap. It's not a clone. It's not an evil version. It's not blah blah blah. But no, he had his mind altered. Fuck you. The the, the way I would do it, right, is you go and have to use an element of time travel a little bit, right? Maybe if you want to have a good conflict with Cap, maybe, I don't know, you get a cosmic cube from a previous timeline or something like that before everything got changed, and you insert all Captain America's memories into the current Cap, you know? Honestly, I, I would have loved, loved it, and, and I know they wouldn't have done this idea in a fucking hundred years because it's just too good. I would have loved it if, if, if uh, Red Skull somehow... Found a way to manipulate everyone behind the scenes, like like he should have done in Civil War, and just ended ended up having Cap work for him. Yeah, like ended up, like during Civil War, he ended up manipulating him to fight Tony, and then you find out that that he manipulated him to take to take out Shield, and without Shield, you know, Hydra can now flourish. Yeah, that, that would have been fucking awesome. That would have been really really good in um. I wouldn't say the film-wise Civil War, but I think that would work better in Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. It would have been much more interesting than having Bucky come back. I mean, I would have liked it if, you know, he had manipulated everyone behind the scenes and manipulated Cap into to fighting Iron Man for him to take Iron Man out and to take yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. out. And without S.H.I.E.L.D., then, you know, Hydra can take over. Yeah. I, I didn't mind Captain America Civil War. I think it did well for what it did, but... I think it would have been better Red Skull was in, um, well, was in um, Winter Soldier. That's my only gripe with it, with, with that. Yeah, because it, it's, it's, it's the last story that features the original Red, Red Skull. After that, it's yeah. just the clone. Yeah. You know, because the current Red Skull right now isn't the original Red Skull, it's his clone. 
Yeah, and they they do address that a little bit, saying, yeah, he's not the original one. Well, why not? Well, he's the clone. Oh, is this the same guy that took Reed Richards' brain? Yes, no, maybe. We don't know. Yeah, took Professor X's brain and got his, yeah, and got his powers. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's still a, yeah, that's still a thing. Which happened, and he became Red Onslaught. Yeah, basically, for those who are wondering, if you ever read Axis... He oh God, that was a surgically, mess. surgery took Charles Xavier's brain out from his dead body and merged it with his own brain. Don't ask me how he just did it, and he became Red Onslaught. I would have liked it if if he if he got it if he also got crippled because of it. <laughs> oh God, that that would have been bad. That would have been fucking hilarious. Like I got all his powers, but his disability as well. <laughs> So he's just crippled. <laughs> it's like I'm. I can still. I you know. I'm not crippled from the waist down, but my brain. But my mind. But my the other half of my mind thinks so. So. <laughs> oh god, that would just be. That would upset a lot of people. Uh, again, this is just me. You know, dicking around with my dark sense of humor. <laughs> I know, but still, you you know someone would have had a field day with that. Say, Marvel's taking the piss out of um, crippled people. <laughs> but yeah, I I just they didn't learn their lesson, and they're just giving everything away, and and they're basically just saying, hey, you know, here's legacy, just another fucking relaunch that that's not going to do anything, that's not going to fix sales, it's not going to do anything. So yeah. what's the so what's the point? You know, it's just oh. What's the point? Yeah. What is the point? So yeah, so Marvel just seemed to win doing this is the annoying thing about it, because they did say after Secret Empire, um, they're gonna be no more major big events for eighteen months and then Immediately after announcing that, I said, "Oh yeah, we got this one more event. Just, just, just a heads up." And it's like, was it Legacy Generations? They keep changing the name. And <sighs> do you think they're going to stick to their guns? And after Legacy and Generation, do you think they're not going to do any big, more main major events? I don't know because their sales are pretty terrible, and they kind of need a hook. Because this shit ain't bringing in new readers. And it's only alienating older fans. So. I don't know. You know. (laughs) Like I would. I would would like to. I would like them to go an entire year. Without doing any events. That'd be great. Yeah I've. That's what I mean, because they said do 18 months. Okay, go 18 months without doing a major event involving all the characters. I don't mind if there's a crossover between, like, two characters. Like, I don't know, a crossover between this character this character, and this character. I don't mind that. They can do that, you know? Like a mini, a mini thing or whatever. But give it 18 months to develop storylines, you get the writers to create story, create character, do story development, so on, etc. For 18 months straight, and then maybe, I don't know, like, five months before, uh, before the 18-month deadline, you start building up to a new event. You know? 
Cause, cause they've just been. That's another problem they have. It's like the saturation of events. We've had, what was it? Secret Empire, Pleasant Hill, Monsters Unleashed. Yeah. Oh, Monsters Unleashed just came out of the bad time. Yeah, it's just like. Good, good. That was a fun event, but it just came out of the bad time. And, and the sad thing is, they shouldn't have made that event. They should have just made that a one shot story. Because it yeah. works better as a one shot story than an, an event. Yeah, the actual comics at the moment are actually better than the actual event. Well, no shit, because yeah. because writers aren't aren't uh, aren't you know are telling the stories they want to tell. They're not uh, they're not they're not forced to make it an event an event uh, thing. Yeah, it, I mean, Marvel just wants to do events constantly. I think. DC's approach on it, because we haven't mentioned about DC yet, I think their approach on it is a lot better at the moment what they're doing with the whole Watchmen stuff and Rebirth, in the sense they're not treating because, it as like a giant event. Because they're slowly building up to it. Exactly, and the only stuff we've had so far is, what is it, the only thing we have we've, we've, we've had the button, we had the ongoing stuff in Titans at the moment, slowly starting to explain stuff. We've got Doomsday um, Doomsday coming up as well, which is going to be the fight between Doctor Manhattan and Superman. They're building up to that in the Superman stuff, and um, I'm trying to think of the other stuff they've been building up in that as well. Oh yeah, they've got the three Jokers coming up. They're finally going to explain that with um, Batman Metal that's coming up at the moment. You know, so there's some there's some good stuff. And they, their new event with the evil Batman is really great. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the they're Batman stuff at the moment, um, it's been all right. It's been pretty decent. Um, I think the, their new writer, um, Tim... Is Tom, it Tim King? Tom King, it's, the king! Yeah, king yeah. <laughs> yeah, the king, yeah, Tom King. I knew, why did I say Tim? Um, anyway, um, Tom King. I think he's been doing a good job. Per se, you know. Oh, um, I love, saying... I adore the one shot with Batman and Elmer Fudd that he did recently. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, I, I, I think Tom King at the moment he's taking Batman in a good direction at the moment, and I think that Scott Snyder, uh, Scott Snyder was very. I wouldn't say he was wasn't bad for Batman. Um, his but... run is good if you want like legit horror. Yeah, I, the problem is with with Scott Snyder. He hit his peak at the start of his his actual writing of Batman. That was his problem. He did the Court Hours, and that was regarded as one of the best Batman stories of all time. Yeah, I I love Court of Owls. I love yeah. Death of the Family. But then after that, he just like died. <laughs> yeah, and uh, again, if you if you like his whole element sort of thing, go and read All Star Batman because that is quite a gruesome comic actually, and it's that's kind again because he's a horror writer. All his stuff is horror, yeah. so that's what he knows. Yeah, and again, I, I think Tom King at the moment is doing a good good job with with what's going on. Because Tom King that. is 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 less about horror and more about you know typical superhero stuff. Yeah, he's very. He likes following mythology, is the best way to put it. Would yeah. you say that? Yeah. He loves following the status quo, in that sense. Like, he's one of these writers where, okay, if this happened, we're not going to hide it on the rug, we're going to address it. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, I mean the Gotham the Gotham arc was really decent was really good cuz it it showed like you know what would happen if you had a well-intentioned superhero like you know go off the deep end. Yeah. And 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 I like the whole my favorite line from that story as well is when um Gotham boy is it Gotham boy or Gotham man I can never remember. It's, it's just called Gotham. Yeah, Gotham when he starts going crazy and he starts being scared and everything like that and then when Batman basically says to him when he went this is why you should never let a, a boy let do a man's job. And I like in that sense, and they asked him, oh, why are you saying this to him? And we went, I'm saying this because if I get scared, that's understand. But someone like you with your powers should never be scared because if you lose it, then we are all screwed. And I like that because I like that mythology of it because – a lot of people said, okay, that's unfair. Why Batman can't be scared? Well, if Batman becomes scared, yes, he's going to be dangerous. But at the same time, he doesn't have, have superpowers that can bring down a whole entire building. You know? Yeah, that's why, you know, Clark always has to keep his cool. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's why I did kind of like that he was... Um, I, I did like the idea of him trying to develop these characters in the sense of... Um, trying to build him up to be the next replacement, but unfortunately it didn't work out because, one, their powers were essentially killing them the more time they used them. And um, the Gotham, you know, he just couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah, and I like that. And it's not... It wasn't It wasn't him, like, going crazy and, and becoming a dictator. He was just, like, he couldn't handle the pressure and he just snapped. Yeah, yeah the bit when he snapped was the whole bridge incident. Yeah. Because he basically was trying to rebuild the bridge and then Batman's trying to talk him down. Like, no, leave the bridge. Let them rebuild him. What you're doing at the moment is creating a worse situation. And I <laughs> like know? that. I like seeing a superpowered character fall under pressure because we don't see that at all in, in, no. in superhero media. No. And I like that. I think that was a really great arc. And uh, the Bane arc... Eh, eh, mm. The main arc was okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's some... Again, going back to the whole Marvel thing, they've been building this up in contrast to DC. Basically, Marvel essentially are rushing it by DC are taking their time with it. Because if you look over at DC, there, there's different contrasts with them at the moment. With DC... They got a lot of young writers coming in. They got a lot of people. They got someone in charge, which is um, oh god, what's his name? Jeff Johns. Yeah, Jeff Johns, and he's overseeing everything. In Marvel, they don't really have that. They don't have that structure. Because again, you know? what what Rebirth did for DC was just go back to basics for them, because they were yeah. like, okay. Our current our current continuity is a mess. We need to fix that. We need to have a stronger continuity between the books. You know, less less writers doing whatever they want. We have to give them a set of rules to stick within, and yada yada yada. And that creates a stronger sense of you know uh, connectivity. Con- yeah, yeah, connectivity, and that's what Marvel yeah. lacks right now. Yeah, because the thing is, when you want to create this connectivity, you need. Everyone on your team be on the same ball. Yes, you can have writers go off and do their own things, but you need to have a status quo. 
in the sense like they kind of have their own themes they kind of have their own ideas like, like, like for instance like recently in Superman they, did, they brought back um, oh what's his name Black or whatever his name is um, Manchester Black and they kept that within continuity and they kept that on the same page and all these all these different comics have all their own different story but they all are on the same page with each other unlike Marvel on the other hand their stories feel very they don't connect they don't no. connect it's like you read fucking i i don't know um it's good if you're new time reading you just want to get in you just want to read that one comic but the problem is if you with marvel you want to follow the overarching story in different storylines it doesn't connect and that's a big problem it's like uh what was it spider-man showing up in an avengers book for no reason you know yeah and then when you go back to the spider-man book they don't reference it yeah. Scott Snyder is very bad at um, referencing stuff that happens outside the Spider-Man book. This is the reason why during Secret Wall, there he wrote a second Spider-Man book, which was called Spider-Man Secret Wall. Yeah. <sighs> and it's just, it's just a mess. It's just like there is no continuity between these books. It's like, oh, why is Doctor Doom Iron Man? You know, well, I don't know. You got to read the, the the Doctor Doom book to find that out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's just, yeah, I I don't. Uh, I it's hate frustrating. I, I hate Bendis as Iron as Iron Man. By the way, fuck him. Yeah, it, and uh, that's what I mean. They're rushing stuff, and the the Marvel problem is they need new blood. They need new blood. Desperately, and I, yeah, because like, they need to get rid of Slot and, and Bendis. Bendis yeah. and Slot have just been horrendous recently. Yeah, but uh, that's what I mean. The problem with Bendis, the Bendis problem is that if he doesn't care about a property or a character, he will just half-ass write it. If he does care about something, he will write it really, really good. And Scott Snyder uh, with Scott Snyder as well. Uh, Dan, Dan Slot. <laughs> yeah, Dan Slot. Sorry, I'm getting my names mixed up. With Dan Slot. He's one of these guys that he can write good stuff, but the problem is is that He's become he has... so fucking arrogant and cocky over the recent yeah. years. Yeah, and he he's sort of become misplacent. Will we say that's good the best way to put it, misplacement? I don't even know what he's trying to accomplish at this point, to be quite honest. Oh, uh, I think he's just been around with the Spider-Man book for too long. I, I, I'm not saying get rid of him fully, but move him over to something else. You know, give him a spin-off book or something. I don't know. Just I don't want him to write the main title anymore. This is the reason why. Um, renew some, your, some of us, re- renew your yeah, vows is, is just the best Spider-Man book out right now. Oh god! I actually went to my comic book shop when I was picking my comic book, and the guy that run the comic book stop um, shop when he's talking about renew your vows. He was speaking to one of the customers, and the customer said, "Is is this any good?" He went, went, "If you say no, I will fight you out on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I will prove you otherwise." <laughs> also, renew your vows, written by the same person, uh, Gary Conway, who wrote Carnage. So you know, <laughs> you know it's good because again, he tells a self-contained story. Yeah. And they, I'm, when I mean by new blood, I'm not saying like get completely unknowns. Go to the indie circuit, get people who done, I don't know, like one or two books or something like that, you you know, 
or pick up some people who go to Image, you, you know, get some new blood then, you, you know? Well, I mean, get someone with actual experience working with comics. Don't get people who haven't worked with comics and and get them to write, because, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes that can work, sometimes it can blow up in your face, in the sense of... Um, Mockingbird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in a good example, um, Daredevil, for instance. That was written by someone who wasn't a comic book person, you, you know? But that did well, you, you know? Charles Salt has written a lot, a lot of comics. Yeah, that's what I mean, and I think. <sighs> and he's not even a comic book writer; he's a lawyer. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> you know, it can work either way. That's that. That's what I'm getting at. You, you know, it can go one way; it can go the other way. Who the fuck knows? I know, but it's like, I I, I do agree with you. They rely way too much on the old on the old farts to 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 really try something new. Yeah, and uh, I think they just need to refocus and they just need to get some new blood in. I'm not saying get rid of everyone at Marvel. I'm just saying that get some new blood in, get them to come up with some new ideas, and then whoever does well, just filter out all the ones that don't. And, you, you know, you just just need some new blood and maybe have the, the veteran guys to, you, you know, the mental these new guys that they brought in, you you know, don't don't stamp them underneath your foot, but you know, show them the ropes is the best way to put it, you know. And an- another thing that they need to do is just tell these people, st- this is what this is the current continuity. Stick with it. You can tell a- any story you want, but stick within this period. Yeah. Do the, not the, the do problem- anything after this period. Yeah. The, the the only thing is, is that with Marvel, is that they do have a guy there. Um, I'm, I'm not saying within the comic division, but they do have a guy there that is kind of leading them. That's Kevin Feige in the film division. They need they need their own Kevin Feige in the comic area, you know, to lead them. Yeah, because and, um, it's just so disjointed. They they have no idea what the fuck they're doing, and it shows because yeah. it's like, look at the X Men continuity. It's a mess. It's it's horrendously bad. Yeah. There is no continuity. There is no continuity between these X-Men books. Like, one minute, old man Logan's on his own solo adventures, and the next he's with the X-Men. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. When did this take place? Yeah. Uh, they they need their own Jeff Johns. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they just, they just, they just need to get someone. No, no, no one in charge of continuity. No one in charge of... No one telling these writers no. No one is telling them, hey, don't do this because we, we have other plans for this character. That's the problem with Bendis. He writes whatever the fuck he wants and he and damned him and continuity be damned. God, don't. He is, um, Bendis is infamously famous for what, continuity. What's that? Oh, that thing over there. Okay, continuity. You go in the corner while you let me write this. But, but I'm going to write this now. You know, uh, originally, by the way, in Civil War Two, Peter was supposed to die, but Marvel wouldn't allow him, and he threw a bitch fit about it, so he killed off Bruce Banner instead. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm not making that up. That's a true story. Yep. I don't know. It, it is a problem. Hopefully, they can get around it and fix it. 
You want to talk about the last bit, bit of infuriating news before we go, or just you want to call it a day now? Um, how long have we been going for? 47 minutes. What's the last topic? <laughs> I can't remember what the last topic is. We talked about this beforehand. Muffet! Oh, <laughs> uh, um, we can make it quick, maybe. Fuck you, Moffat. That's all I have to say. <laughs> For those that don't know, they're basically Peter Capaldi's last run of the Doctor has not been good. It has been diabolical. It has trodden in the pitfall after pitfall after pitfall. And um, they brought back John Cena and the Master. Yay. Okay, that's good. And then they brought back Miss. They brought back Missy, and then they sort of insinuated Missy and the Doctor. Had a having a love relationship, so essentially the doctor's fucking the master. Yeah, that's a thing. And uh, now the final story for the doctor. It's a Christmas special, even though the doctor has regenerated already, and they kind of said it is. But Peter Capaldi's in the Christmas special, and he's going to be teaming up with the first doctor now. And it's not playing. It's not William Hartnell. It's the guy who did play him in um, Adventure the, in Space of Time. Yeah, adventure for the same time. That is scary. Looks like him winning Hartnell. So he's and he's the third actor to play the first Doctor. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, we have re- officially reached the point where this is fan fiction. This is fucking fan fiction. Yeah, and uh, I don't. Um, I'm not going to brag on about this, but if you. I can't remember. There's a documentary somewhere. I cannot remember for the life of me what it's called, but there was a documentary on Doctor Who and why did it stop in the first place. And I think it's going down that same line in the sense that it's getting overcomplicated for its own good. And there's some people that like that. They do like the overcomplicated stuff. They do like the over excessive time adventure. But this was the problem when Doctor Who ended beforehand it got way too complicated it got way too convoluted it got trying to fulfill its own mythology and it just didn't work and like i said this, i've said this to everyone who wants to watch the show for the first time keep in mind that this show contradicts itself in every fucking episode yeah and the problem is is that the continuity what happened was they did do a continuity. They did follow some sort of continuity when Russell T. Davidson was on the show and when he brought it back and up to David Tennant's final episode. And after that, Stephen Moffat came and he threw all continuity out the window and it's sort of been a hosspotch of let's do this, let's do that, let's do this, let's do that. Oh, let's go back to that. Okay, let's explain that. Let's not, let, let's not explain it. Let's never explain that. And it, it, it has just been awful. And I... Personally, I I'm not been enjoying it. I barely watched this season that's been on TV at the moment. I haven't seen a single episode, and I have I I, I have refused to watch a single episode of the season. I hopefully because of, hopefully Stephen Moffat's gone now. Finally, um, but the damage has already sh- been you know, the damage has already been done, dude. Like it, it can't can't be fixed at this point. Well, maybe um. I'm hopeful, but I mean, you got the broad, broad church showrunner coming in to be the new showrunner, so yeah, it might, it might be good. Who knows? 
You know, I, I, I just... He needs He needs to come in and set his set his foot down and say, "I'm not doing what Moffat's going to be doing. I want a stronger continuity between these episodes, and I want it just needs... and I want a fucking arc that actually leads to something." It just needs to go in its own direction. It just needs to have its own continuity. It just needs to have its own thing, you know. By the way, I love every, I love the fact that everyone thought that he was going to regenerate at the end of the, at the end of the series, and I called it. I said he wasn't. Yeah, I, I said he wasn't because I said no way was he good. They're going to have him regenerate because they haven't even announced his fucking successor yet. Do you really think that they would have him regenerate to someone that we that haven't hasn't been announced yet? No. <laughs> and and people believe that. I it just ah, oh, people are so stupid. I swear. God. But yeah, I, I just I'm done with the show. I I can't watch it anymore. Moffat has just ruined the entire experience for me. I just I don't know. Like I wanna stay optimistic. I wanna say that the new showrunner showrunner's gonna gonna fix every gonna try and fix everything, but I, I doubt it. You know, the damage has already been done and I don't think like I don't think um I don't think it can be fixed at this point. Yeah, so Doctor Who... I don't know. I, 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 I've pretty much given up I've given up as well, so... Like, because cause what's the point? You know, it's just become... Yeah, it's just become too... Com- it's just become too complicated for its own good. Nothing makes any sense... And Moffat refuses to change. Exactly. So, yeah. Fucking hell. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Yeah, so, um... And that's it. The stupidity train is over. We've survived. We survived. Hopefully next week will be less stupid, but I doubt it. But anyway, thanks for bearing with us. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye.